Thank you guys for what you do for HBCU Athletics. This is a fantastic avenue for, for, for all of us. This is our ESPN. So we, 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 we love what you guys do. Brian, AD, Roy, all you guys at BCSN. We really appreciate what it is that you got, you guys do for us. back to strolling instead of scrolling. Before we can safely come together, we need the facts on COVID-19 vaccines. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision for yourself and for your fam. Let's get back to strolling instead of scrolling. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and for all those who's listening and watching it from around the world. And we are now live from the corner of Dalton and Listry. It's the show where we take you inside the game before the game begins. It's indeed free game. With your host, Charles Bishop and Neely. So get ready because we free game harder than the other show's part. It's Chuck, off the road, we are home, man. We are here in the vet. Man, we have been to Miami. We have been to Memphis. We have been to Monroe. Now we're over here by Metro Center. Let's get these EMs in effect, baby. 
run up these ends. <laughs> Chuck, man, it, it, the crowd is starting to come in. You can smell the barbecue smoke oh, coming man. from over this north end zone wall. You can see the end zones are point painted red in honor of W.C. Gordon. This is the W.C. Gordon Classic, man. Uh, you know, if you were on the Facebook page earlier, we showed you Coach Prime coming in on that special AFLAC insurance cart, that scooter, if you will. Nothing like AFLAC taking care of you right outside your insurance needs. But, Chuck, man, it's a great day to be a Tiger. Great weather, not a cloud in the sky. Kickoff at the 2 p.m. The pregame show is going to be with you live right up until kickoff. Yes, indeed. And let's start this day off. We want to thank our title sponsor, Terrence Harris of the Cochran Firm. Uh, thank you for uh, your support of the pregame show. Uh, it is home opener. Like you said, you can smell the barbecue out in the tailgate area. Neely, where would you rather be than right here, right now, Jackson, Mississippi, home over Jackson State football? Well, I got to tell you, Chuck, why I'd rather be right now since we're discussing barbecue. I left my plate in there by you. If you look over to your side, you said mac and cheese and baked beans that I left in the, in the Tiger Den Media Center. So I'm going to come back and get me a bed. Is that my plate, Chuck? Don't play on my plate, man. Don't play on my plate. But, Chuck, man, there's no better place to be than in Jackson, Mississippi. The city was sold on this Soul Field weekend. You know, we got Jackson State playing host to Delta State today in the W.C. Gordon Classic. And then tomorrow – on Sunday, Mississippi Valley is in town, and they're hosting Southern Baton Rouge here in our stadium. So you couldn't pick a better place to be, a better atmosphere. Lots of red is trickling into the stadium for W.C. Gordon. Chuck, this is where it's at, man. Yes, this is where it's at. And when you talk about the icon, it is W.C. Gordon, 1976 to 1991. Uh, you talk about all the All-Americans that W.C. Gordon has produced. Uh, I tell you what, uh, he is special to the hearts and minds of Jackson State alumni, Jackson State fans, and this is a way to honor him, as well as a huge fundraising weekend for Jackson State Athletics. Man, you said it, you said it, man. Uh, happened to know, was blessed to know Coach Gordon personally. He was uh, a teacher in uh, my freshman year, and of course my mother, just like your father, worked there for years. So he is near and dear to our hearts and to this community, and not just Jackson State community, but the city of Jackson, Mississippi, and HBCUs worldwide. Uh, so Coach Gordon, you know, passed last fall, and, uh, you know, we had, a, had a, just a very moving service for him over on campus at the AAC. It was shortly after Coach Prime had won that uh, game up in Clarksdale, when he was still coaching high school ball. So this weekend is about celebrating W.C. Gordon, man, remembering that legacy, because you know what we're about, Chuck. And that is building on tradition and blazing new trails. And there is no greater tradition of winning in the SWAC, in HBCU, at Jackson State than when you think of W.C. Gordon. And, Chuck, do you know what the W.C. stands for? We'll cut. <laughs> we'll cut and we'll call your mama to come get you, son. Tighten up. Yes, indeed. You know, Neely, when, when we just kind of take a look and we just kind of recap the season where we are, Jackson State 2-1 thus far on the season. Huge win, started it out, Orange Blossom Classic against Florida A&M. The defense introduced themselves to not just the SWAT, but the uh, entire nation standout performance, 7-6 victory. We go on the road. That was the offense's coming out party against Tennessee State. Uh, 28 points in the second half of that game. She was 30-40, 352 yards. I didn't step a little bit last week against UL Monroe, but it was still a standout performance for the defense. Let me give you some numbers real quick. The defense is number 12 in the nation, number three in the nation in sacks, 15 thus far on the season. Wait, did you say number 12 in HBCUs? 
spell. I said number 12 in the nation. Number 12 in the nation. Woo! Give you a little Rick Flat shields on you, man. That defense, as you said, Chuck introduced themselves to everybody across the world. Tiger Nation already knew what we had coming because Coach Prime talked about it after April season ended. All this summer about those gifts were coming under Christmas tree, and we were going to unwrap them this fall. I spent a lot of time talking to Albert Miller early during his warm-ups. He is ready to go now. Gaddy is ready to go. These are some names you're going to hear when you watch that broadcast on the Jackson State Tiger Network because this game is being broadcast just by us for us. It's a FUBU game. So y'all make sure y'all go subscribe to the JSU Athletics. Go to gojsutigers.com. Click that link. And you can see where you can watch the game. You can pay for this just game, or you can pay for all sports all season long. So this vaunted, as Chuck calls them, vaunted defense that we have, you'll be able to see it today for yourselves. Chuck, that defense has made it happen the past three games. And as you said, stubbed our toe in ULM, but the defense did their job. The defense did their job, and I tell you what, uh, Coach Prime, he talked about all things uh, with regards to this Jackson State football team to this point in the season in his press conference this past week. Uh, so we will take a look at Coach Prime's presser, and we'll be right back in with more. Right and Chuck, I was just, I'm just letting you see the baby tigers walk in right there. The baby, the baby tigers, tigers are coming, coming in. in. As yeah, we as we get it. this get the press conference queued up, man, the baby tigers are coming in. I'm in that north end zone. Uh, and I'm going to make my way back toward the field house for some other shots. But, Chuck, we're going to bring you the end zone, the sideline. We're going to be on the roof, the media center. It's all access, baby. All access. All access, baby. Only on the pregame show. Let's queue up the prime pressure. Let's hear what Coach Prime had to say about his Jackson State football team. We, I, don't, I don't remember getting past their 30 more than once. Very dismal performance. Defense played it, its butt off. We, we broke down a little bit in the second half. Um, one of the main things that, that I'm really concerned about, we only had the ball four minutes and 31 seconds in the fourth quarter. You can't win like that. that. That's not good whatsoever, and I think that was one of the deciding factors in the game. We turned the ball over tremendous, not tremendously, but we turned the ball over as well. There's a huge fumble at the end of the game. You know that. But we can do so much better. We, we, we expect to be much more dominant than that. Was that time of possession the stat that you were looking at? Yes. Okay. Yeah, for, in the fourth quarter. Yes. What's it been like in practice this week, trying to bounce back? Uh, you could call it bounce back, but you know, I stay, I stay on them anyway. I stay on them anyway. This just gives me more fuel and more ammunition to get on them in certain areas, because we're we're striving for perfection. Although no one's perfect, but they got to practice with a certain attitude. They got to perform with a certain attitude. We'd have a certain expectation uh, every time we step on the field, as well as in the meeting room. And they uh, just knocked them off their horse a little bit. They start feeling themselves a little bit. So uh, I'm not happy with, with Dale by any means. But sometimes uh, everyone needs to be humble a little bit. Coach, you went in as a 25-point underdog. I mean, is that uh, like Who did more? that? Who, who, who gave up that stat? Like, that was crazy. I don't know who could even predict that. That, but that's what the line was. Yeah. So is that like a moral victory for you? No, it's not a moral victory. We got an L. I don't believe in moral victories. I believe in real victories. <laughs> we took an L and we're not happy about it. And I think everyone who watched the game felt like we should have won, um, except for all, all the fans for ULM. They played a phenomenal game. Uh, thank, thank, I'm thankful for Coach Bowden. We talked after the game. We conversated because I like to know 
uh, telltale signs. I like to know things that we can improve on as a coach, as a leader as well. And he was able, more than willing, to uh, give me some knowledge. What were some of the things that he said? I would never kiss and tell. And he's about, and he's about at that. So that's that's like the hierarchy of coaching. Yeah, I'm happy though. Home opener, how excited are you? I'm tremendously excited, but I, should I be? Because I don't know who's going to show up. Who's going to show up? Nobody showed up last week. We didn't even show up. The team didn't even show up. So who's going to show up? I, I I don't know. It seems like we, it got to be a classic. This is a classic, right? So thank God. We show up on classics, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, fans, come on. We're waiting on you. The kids are waiting on you. Uh, we're, we're waiting on you to, to, to support. You say you ride. You say you believe. Show us that you believe. Show us shit that you believe by showing up. The kids look forward to it. They love that. I, I think they play better with, with bodies in the house. They do. They do. What are you specifically looking at, looking for in your quarterback this week? Um, so for him to stay upright. It's for him to have time so he can see uh, what's transpiring downfield and make the proper reads. Quick releases, get the ball out, and let's go. Um, they took away some things last week. They had a wonderful defensive scheme for us, and they did a great job of it. But uh, forget Shadow. We got to run the ball. We got to run the darn football. If we can't run the football, we're one-dimensional. Now he sits back there and throw, 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 and it's easy to uh, predict what we're going to do. We're very predictable at some points right now. But we got to run the football. So we're making a, a, a valiant effort to run the football and be much more physical up front. Who are some guys you're really looking to do that? The whole offensive line. We can't do it. I don't care who we, we – we got Walter Payton back there and Eddie at the same time, and we still won't be able to run. We got to improve in the front. We got to block. We got to block. We got to come off fire low. We got to use our techniques, the mechanics that we're taught. We had a wonderful O-line coach. He's doing a wonderful job. These kids just got to listen. September 21st, it's been a year. It's, I cannot believe it's been a year. Uh, Dennis uh, informed me earlier. He keeps me on my game, and it seems like uh, – this is going by quick. Um, I'm extremely happy. I'm extremely excited. I think I'm looking younger. Most most coaches look older once they've been on the job for a minute, but I think I'm looking younger at that, and I'm excited to be here. I'm excited about our future. The, being around these kids, yelling and screaming and coaching and inspiring and encouraging and motivating, then yelling and screaming and then inspiring and yelling. And, no, <laughs> they, they keep me young, man. They keep me locked in. They keep me focused. So I'm excited about all of that. Is there a different message than usual heading into this week's game? No, uh, we got to work, work, work. We got to practice with purpose. Um, we got to go 100 miles an hour. We can't wait till the game to start thinking about the game. We got to practice this like the game. I told the scout team today, do, do you get Saturdays? They say, no, sir. I said, well, this is your Saturday. Let's go. Let's perform like this is your Saturday. That's the only way you're going to get on the field if you perform today. So uh, the scout team is taking the initiative to push the starters to another level. One more question. Dennis. Do you have a question, Dennis? No. Dennis is just a good man. Sometimes do. Dennis is a good man. (laughs) Good and terrible. Welcome back to the Game Show here on the Black College Sports Network. Daily, you know, as we talk about it, 1976 to 1991, we talk about it. Eight sweat titles, 
28 game win streak. And this is the Gordon Classic, Jackson State versus Delta State. A great way to honor such an iconic coach as Jackson State. Yeah, you you said it, man. I'm sitting here looking at A.D. Robinson. He's out here. Coach Prime is out on the uh, the Affleck School. The cheerleaders have come out. Uh, you know, the band is going to be coming in shortly. You can see this crowd of red starting to build up. Uh, players have gone back in. They're going to start sprinkling out for some more of their warm-ups. Man, beautiful day here, Chuck, to celebrate W.C. Gordon and his legacy, his rich, winning legacy. Uh, you know, man, I don't think you could have dialed up better weather. Almost like the weather you guys had at the golf tournament. Yes, we had a tremendous time at the golf tournament, Lake Carolina, out in Madison. I, I tell you what, I had an opportunity to sit down and, and, and talk with A.D. Robinson about uh, Tiger fundraising and everything that they were doing this week to celebrate W.C. Gordon. And we're going to take a look at that interview now with A.D. Robinson. Region Athletics, uh, another great golf tournament. Another great day. It's a great day. I want to thank our supporters and alumni and Jackson State fans that came out and support our student-athletes today. Another successful tournament to honor WC Garden this week. Uh, again, except the 80s challenge, we want to see 40,000 at the vet red out on Saturday. Uh, but another great day here and very exciting, great weather, Charles. And I want to thank all my Jackson State alumni and supporters uh, for this event, and thank you for your support. Uh, you guys have had uh, quite a bit of uh, activity this week, a uh, bowling tournament last night, mm-hmm. the golf tournament uh, today. Uh, just talk a little bit about this, the, the weekend of festivities going into uh, Saturday's game. This week has been a great week. You know, we started this back in 2018. It's been Ashley Robinson, WC Garden Week. Uh, on, on Sunday, we had a great day on Sunday. We had about 50 to 60 students come out and paint the vet, the Tiger Paws at the vet. And then on Monday, we did a movie uh, for our drive-in movie. Came and had a great successful turnout. On Tuesday, we did Community Day. We uh, did some things in the community, can drive. Uh, we did that on, on Tuesday. And then last night, we had a great bowling tournament. President Hudson was there last night. He did a lot of bowling. Uh, and we did a, had a great time. And today we're here at the golf tournament. Another successful day. Great weather. And then on Friday, we got some great uh, volleyball and soccer on Friday. Uh, we got a happy hour on Friday at 4th Avenue. And then we have a VIP 80s club uh, sponsor event at the Faulkner. Then on Saturday, we're going to play some good football. Going to play some good football on Saturday. Uh, the, during the time that you've been here at Jackson State, uh, exponential growth within Jackson State Athletics. Just talk about your time uh, here at Jackson State. It's been great. It's been great. And, you know, going out and getting experience and bringing it back home. Uh, I tell people this is more than a job to me. This is passion. This is where I grew up. I grew up on West Street, which is about two miles from the stadium. Went to every single game. My dad took me to every Jackson State game. I saw the 60,000 fans. I witnessed that. So I know we can do it. But it's been an exciting time. Uh, the alumni has been great. They've been really supporting us. Our coaches have done a really, really good job in, in building our programs. And we've been doing a good job of recruiting. Uh, great athletes have been coming in. And we have the best student athletes in the country. And that's what I'm proud about. We're graduating our student athletes at 88 percent graduation rate we still got some room for improvement uh anytime you're not 100 percent, but we want to continue to graduate our students continue to win championships and continue to follow the vision of president hudson no doubt about it continuing to follow the vision of president hudson vice president of intercollegiate athletics ashley robinson uh you hitting them straight today i'm hitting them good and straight today but it's all about who's around you i did a great job recruiting today so i got a great team I want to shout out to my team, Greg with 1400 Club, Charles, Marco Farrell with McDonald's. Thank you all for your support and coming out. Great day today. We're gonna to hit them long and straight, uh, and whatever they don't they don't hit, I'm gonna back them up. So I got some good support today. There you go, Charles Bishop of the pregame show. We'll see you on Saturday, Jackson State versus Delta State. <laughs>
and welcome back to the Crew Game Show. Of course, we have here Vice President of Intercollegiate Athletics, Ashley Robinson. It is a tremendous day. What a great day to be a Tiger. It's a great day to be a Tiger. It's always a great day to be a Tiger. It's some beautiful weather. This is some old school Tiger football here. I mean, tailgate. I mean, it's so exciting to see my lungs and supporters. I mean, it, it brings chills to my back. So, you know, just see around and see the environment, see the atmosphere, see the culture shock. See the tradition here at Jackson State University. I'm a very proud athletic director right now. No doubt about it. And you talk about the events leading up to today, the bowling tournament, uh, the golf tournament. We just uh, had the interview with you there at Lake Carolina. Uh, the, the fundraising activity last night with the HD Club. Uh, it has been a tremendous number of events leading to today uh, and a great day for football. Been a great week. Great week. Uh, we've done a lot of events this week. You know, the Honor WC Garden, Ashley Robinson Week, and Ashley Robinson Golf Tournament. And he's all in efforts to raise funds for Jackson State Athletics to support our coaches and our student-athletes. And I want to thank all my alums, thank all my supporters for all the events this week. All the events was great. We had great student participation, great alumni participation. And I saw some great and exciting and passionate alumni. And, Charles, I, we had a great event last night. And I made sure that I made my way to speak to every single person at the event to show you my appreciation. I really do appreciate my alum, my supporters. And I tell you, Chuck, it's no greater institution than JSU Strong. We all come together as one. We can do some amazing things, and it's showing right now. So I'm very proud of my alumni and supporters. We still have a lot of work to do, but we're well on our way, and I'm very excited about where we are and about where we're going. A tremendous a number of events. We got the football game today. Our Jackson State volleyball team knocked off Florida AM uh, last night. <laughs> and then we have a Jackson State soccer game on Sunday, volleyball game on Sunday. Just a phenomenal number of events going into this weekend. A Rock doing a tremendous job. And it's always a gracious uh, to come on the pregame show and give us this platform. So thank you. And, and thank you, Chuck. And hey, as I always say, A.D. Robinson cannot do this by myself. I love the support of my alumni supporters. I have a great staff, great coaching staff, the best student athletes in the country. So let's, let's continue to come together as one to support each other. I cannot do this alone, and I got some great support, great alumni support. And if we continue to get that support and things continue to go the way they're going, you're going to see some great, exciting things here at Jackson State University. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much for joining the pregame show. Always been great to put your time. And as always, thank you for the platform. And I appreciate it. Thank you all for what you do. I love the platform. I love the pregame show. Continue to support HBCUs and definitely continue to support Jackson State University. And as I always say, Chuck, no tight. No Tigers, you better believe it. Yes, sir. That was Vice President of Intercollegiate Athletics, Ashley Robinson. Uh, let's take a quick break here on the pregame show, and we'll come back with more exciting Jackson State football. If you're looking for quality seafood with friendly service, then the Fish Shack is the place for you. We're fast, fresh, inconvenient, and ready to serve you today. You can order online and come in, or pick up your food curbside. We have outdoor seating as well. Need something to cool your taste buds? We have tasty daiquiris that you're sure to love. So come see us today at the Fish Shack in Byron, where we have great seafood and good daiquiris. This is the Dean of the College of HBCU Sports, Kenyatta Cavill of Dr. Cavill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. 
Come mix it up in the lab where the course lecture is in session every Tuesday from 6 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time on Facebook Live, YouTube, Spreaker, or the BCSN app. As we discuss all things about the HBCU sports culture, including exploring the week that was in the sporting HBCU dash, as well as the upcoming week of HBCU sports. With me, the Dean, the College of HBCU Sports, on Dr. Gaville's Inside HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Course lecture dismissed. In honor of Coach Gordon, our entire team is turning red for JSU. Sam Hogan is turning red. We're turning red for JSU. Woo! We're turning red for JSU. Yeah, man, uh, it's not just been a Jackson State change. I got Coach O walking up right there. We're going to bring him on in just a sec. But it hasn't just been a game changer for Jackson State, Chuck. It's been a game changer for HBCUs. It's been a game changer for the state of Mississippi, for the city of Jackson. Uh, individual lives have been touched since September 21st last year when Coach Prime was named our head coach, our 21st head coach of Jackson State football. So many more games have been on ESPN. But, Chuck, we're going to deep dive into some of that. But I want to bring on uh, Coach O before he has to get off to his his official duties. Uh, so, you know, let, let we, we, we're going to – I promise y'all we're going to talk about this one-year impact of Prime. But when you're doing a live show, we got to get people where we can get them. And so Coach O is standing here. And just as I said, he was ready. You know, he had to go do something else. But here he is right now. We got Coach Otis Ridley coming up, uh, you know, who is the platform is built off Coach O, man. The Coach yes, O said from the spring set, man, the views shot up. Everybody loved that preaching to Coach O. And now we get him standing out here with the vet in the backdrop with the red end zone. Hey, man, without further ado, Coach Otis Ridley. Yes, indeed. What's going on, guys? What do you say, Coach Otis? Really, uh, our fans always look forward to this segment where you really kind of give us that great insight into our opponent. Uh, we got a, a tough opponent coming up today in Delta State. They are a top 25 team in Division II. Always tough in that rugged Gulf South Conference. When you take a look at the Gulf South Conference, they normally have three or four teams that are ranked in the top 25. Uh, this year, no different. But this Delta State team, uh, they come in ready to take on our Jackson State Tigers today. Without a doubt, you look back at Delta State's uh, history, they have a really good history of producing good football players, a good team. My old offensive line coach, Coach Steve Campbell, won a championship there. So that bloodline runs deep. So we're not taking them lightly. We understand there's a lot of Mississippi boys on that roster, so they're going to come into the vet uh, with a lot of energy, with a lot of excitement because they wanted to play in this stadium growing up too. So we're looking forward to the day. 
Yeah, and you mentioned a lot of Mississippi boys on their team, but they also, they've taken a page, uh, as many teams have done, in terms of some guys that they've gotten out of transfer portal. You take a look, look down the roster, there's Clemson, there's Nebraska, there's other Power 5 schools, and they've all brought this together to have uh, this formidable team. They started out 21 thus far in the season. Correct, correct. They got some good players, man. I even coached even the running backs. You got Dampier, you got uh, – you got uh, Tristan over there, man, some good players. So you got Patrick playing quarterback. So you look at a lot of those guys, man, got a lot of tradition where they come from in high school even. And the thing is, when you play a team like this, you cannot come out slow. You got to come out fast. You got to come out playing your game just like it's a regular game. This is college football. It ain't high school where it's a 5A versus a 1A. This is college football. So you better be ready to strap it up every Saturday. Yeah, uh, when you take a look at some of their personnel, you mentioned Derek Dampier, but Rico Owens and Derek Dampier, they rushed for over 1,200 yards back in 2019, back well, when they last played football. Uh, and 2018, the quarterback today, Patrick Sheehan, uh, he was the 2018 co-freshman of the year in the Gulf South Conference. But when you take a look at this team, uh, Sheehan comes into this game, he has completed uh, over 73% of his, uh, 68% of his passes. Uh, he has uh, six touchdowns, only two interceptions, and he's from that bloodline. You talk about bloodline, South Panola. We talk about South Panola here in the state of Mississippi. They call it the University of South Panola, no all the success that they've had. No doubt. And then I go back to, you know, Rico and 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 uh, I got Dion. My de- Those two guys, man, I, I coached them at Colin. And you talk about the rushing yards they have accumulated at the other state. Even at Colin, those guys are uh, averaging 1,000 yards a year. So, I mean, even with Patrick, Patrick coming out of Sapanola. Sapanola was not known for passing the football. But that guy, he kind of changed the trajectory of that program. And they started passing it even more. So you talk about those those type of kids, man. They they going to the other state now. They're trendsetters. They're program changers, and and they're doing just that in Cleveland, Mississippi. Yes, indeed. When you talk about some keys to the game, what are some things that you look at that Jackson State needs to do today uh, to really get get this uh, offense up and going and get this win today? Two things. First thing, we need to stop the run. All right, and then the other thing, we need to run the ball. Those two things. Mm. It all is about running and stopping. Them. And so if we do those two things, we do it well, this game should be be taken care of pretty easily. Now, I don't want to, you know, downplay what they can do, but I, it's on us today. It's on Jack State football. It's on us to show up in the stadium, play in front of our home crowd with the excitement that these guys are giving off and really show what we are about. Uh, it's time to get, get down to the nitty-gritty. We've got a bye week next week, so leave nothing to change this week. Leave it all out there on the field, and let's play some football, have some fun in front of our red-out crowd here at the Vet. Uh, you, know, you talk about the game day atmosphere. We smell the barbecue pits out there, uh, but it is going to be an electric atmosphere today. Home opener for Jackson State football. What's been the mood of the team during the course of the week? Uh, man, the team has been in a great mood. You know, it was a tough loss last week, but we understood that we made the mistakes to lose that game. Louisiana Monroe did not beat us. We made those mistakes, so we had to learn from those. And so this week, you know, we got back to the drawing board. Drawing board, we were consistent in our preparation, and we didn't, you know, change preparation from Louisiana Monroe to Devon State. It's the same type of preparation. If anything, we try to get better. And so with that being said, the guys came in locked in. They are hungry as ever. They want to win. They have a desire to win, no matter the opponent. And so you should see that on the field today. I tell you what, Coach, we always thank you for your insight in terms of taking a look at this Delta State team, and you always provide our fans the meat and potatoes of what we need to know going into each game. No doubt. If you hadn't made it to the stadium down here now, I don't know if you can feel it through my voice. You can see it in my skin, but this thing is live. Y'all need to get down here now. It's plenty of time. Get down here. Yes, indeed. No doubt about it. Plenty of time to get down here uh, to Jackson State, Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium, the vet 
Uh, it's a 2 p.m. kickoff, and we are uh, officially under the hour now. So thank you, Coach Ridley, and we are going to make sure we uh, get that insight out to our fans, man. Looking forward to it. Thank you, as always. I appreciate you guys. No doubt. Coach Otis Ridley always providing us that insight uh, with regards to the keys to the victory uh, today for our Jackson State Tigers daily. Uh, I tell you what, man, whenever he comes on, he always gives us the meat potatoes or whatever it is we need to know. Man, as Chuck Bishop would say, no doubt about it. You can always count on a great segment from Coach O. And Chuck, I heard him mention the atmosphere picking up. I don't know if y'all can see those red uniforms out there the Tigers have on. If you look at that section next to the band, it's filling up with red shirts. The horseshoe is filling up with red shirts. The boom is going to come in about 120. That's about 15 minutes away. So I'm going to go back down to that other end so y'all can get some good sights and sounds of them walking by. Who knows, Chuck? Maybe I'll take it up to the roof. Well, I, 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 you know, our fans look for you to get up to the roof, man. So uh, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll take it that, up to the roof. We'll we'll leave that in suspense. We'll see if you get up to the roof today. Uh, but I tell you what, man, uh, you, you gotta love it. It's a perfect day for football. Uh, if you haven't gotten down here yet, get down here to the bed. Two o'clock kickoff: Jackson State versus Delta State. Both teams coming in two and one today, man. Great day to be here. Game day program. Look at that red. You got Aubrey Miller on the cover in that four or five. You got Dejon Warren on the back, Nugget on the back. But let me tell you what's special about it, Chuck. So everybody here, you might want to keep this one. Oh, wow. How about that? Yes, got indeed. the red, red inside cover of the one and only W.C. Gordon in the game day program. All kinds of facts and figures on Tiger football that Chuck can just spit out verbatim without pen and paper, as Richard Pryor used to say, can book the number need paper numbers. <laughs> yes, indeed. I mean, W.C. Gordon, 119-48 over his time at Jackson State, 1976-1991. Of course, 1985, a huge year. They won the Black College National Championship. He was named the Conference Coach of the Year six times, 1994 inductee into the SWAC Hall of Fame, 1997 inductee into the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame, 1997 recipient of the Capital City Classic Humanitarian Award. Uh, Neely, man, that's a great shot, man. Team coming together, getting ready, going through that warm-up as we get ready for the kickoff. Nice shot there, buddy. I love that. Hey, man, we're going to get it framed out. We're going to get it working for you. Team is holding up. Coach Prime is in the end. Chuck, as uh, Coach O said, it is not too late to get here. Come on down. The kickoff is at 2 p.m. The band is going to march in in about 13 minutes. Uh, football team is not breaking up into the individual drills. You got the D-line and the O-line are going to be working their way toward me. Uh, QB1, Shadur Sanders, and the offense going to be clicking in the middle of the field uh, as we normally set up right there, Chuck. That's time for our straight out of the Tigers' mouth. Coach Prime is going by on that Aflac scooter, that custom Prime 2-1 Aflac scooter. He's looking good. He's going to be able to coach. Of course, he's going over here talking to the offensive line because that offensive line, Chuck, has been the one he has been pushing and prodding and trying to get the best out of. And what we look forward to today is that offensive line to really help us establish the run game. I think today is the day that we've got to establish that run game as we get ready to move 
into the true meat of the season that October swipe schedule. Yes, indeed. And you talk about the identity of a Jackson State football team. It has always been a strong running game. Offensive line, you got to get up and going. So we can improve on those numbers going into a uh, bye week and a huge swag East showdown against Alabama AM. But I tell you what, Neely, as promised, we were going to talk about that year of impact with Coach Prime. We'll talk about it after this break here on the Black College Sports Network. It's Neely, it's Bishop, it's the pregame show. If you're looking for quality seafood with friendly service, then the Fish Shack is the place for you. We're fast, fresh, and convenient, and ready to serve you today. You can order online and come in, or pick up your food curbside. We have outdoor seating as well. Need something to cool your taste buds? We have tasty daiquiris that you're sure to love. So come see us today at the Fish Shack in Byron, where we have great seafood and good daiquiris. This is the Dean of the College of HBCU Sports, Kenyatta Cavill of Dr. Cavill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Come mix it up in the lab where the course lecture is in session every Tuesday from 6 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time on Facebook Live, YouTube, Spreaker, or the BCSN app. As we discuss all things about the HBCU sports culture, including exploring the week that was in the sporting HBCU dashboard as well as the upcoming week of HBCU Sports. With me, the Dean, the College of HBCU Sports, on Dr. Cavill's Inside HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Course lecture dismissed. In honor of Coach Gordon, our entire team is turning red for JSU. Santa Hogan is turning red. We're turning red for JSU. Western Athletic Conference, you got some classics and you got some great in-conference matchups. Let's get ready to go around the swag here on the pregame show. Well, let's start off Pine Bluff, Arkansas. It is a Thursday night matchup as Alcorn of the SWAC West Alcorn Braves. Now, they get ready to take on the champions of the SWAC West from the spring as Alcorn gets ready to take on UAPB Golden Lions. Alcorn comes into this game 1-2 thus far in the season. UAPB 1-1. One 
Both teams dropped their games last week to South Alabama and Central Arkansas, respectively, but they feature two of the most dynamic left-hand passers in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. When you take a look at Alcorn, Felix Harper, he comes into this game having passed for 623 yards, completing better than 60% of his passes thus far on the season. UAPB, they're led by Skyler Perry, dynamic quarterback, dual threat. He leads UAPB in rushing as well. Should be a great matchup. Alcorn at UAPB from Simmons Bank Field. That is an ESPNU 630 kickoff. Let's drive down to Mobile, Lad People Stadium. It is the Gulf Coast Challenge. Alabama A&M 2-0, 1-0 in the SWAC, taking on the SIAC Tuskegee Golden Tigers, or 1-2 on the season. When you talk about A&M, of course, we start with Aquil Glass and his outlaws of receivers. You're talking about Hilaire, Moore, Ibrahim, Jenkins, and now add SWAC Player of the Week, Gary Qualls, who rushed for 101 yards last week against Bethune-Cookman in that huge win at SWAC East Showdown, at early SWAC East Showdown. Tuskegee, they got a breakout performance last week against Edward Waters, getting the W against Edward Waters. But Keenan Webb, he was recognized as the SIAC Newcomer of the Week. He's a six-foot, 180-pound product. He averaged 17 yards per catch last week against Edward Waters. It is the Gulf Coast Challenge from Mobile, Alabama, Lad People Stadium, and that is a 4 o'clock kickoff. Let's drive over now to Dallas, Texas. Huge one. It is the State Fair Classic as the It's going to be a minute before I can get back. One thing you cannot do is cut through the sonic boom yourself. 
One thing you cannot do is click through the sonic boom of the sound. Like you say, funk faces are in place. It is the homecoming for our Jackson State sonic boom of the sound. Home of Jackson State, Delta State. Let's take a listen as you see the boom coming in up the ramp. Look, I'm gonna unhook my audio and see if y'all get some of these drums coming back. Yeah, let's get let's get hey, Warren Thunder. Let's get Warren Thunder coming in. Hey, how long are we gonna roll with this shot? Stay with it. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the sonic boom of the South coming in to Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium. Uh, one of the most exciting intros in all of college football, the sonic boom of the South coming into the vet. Coming up the ramp, as you see them funk faces in place, war and thunder on deck next. Nothing like the sights and sounds of the sonic boom of the South. One of the best bands in all of the nation. I tell you what, as a little boy, who didn't want to be a part of Warren Thunderdale? <laughs> That's an awesome look right there. Warren Thunder coming into the into the vet as the band comes up the ramp. We are roughly about forty minutes away from kickoff. Sonic boom of the South under the direction of Dr. Roger Little. As you see the quads coming into play, Delta State in the background there, and the boom and the bap of the band. War and Thunder. Nothing better. Nothing better.
I tell you what, there's nothing like enjoying the sonic boom himself coming into Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium. This is awesome to see. Bringing our Jackson State fan base all the Jackson State content you can get here on the pregame show with Bishop and Neely here on the Black College Sports Network. The sonic boom of the South, one of the premier bands in all of the country. It is a home opener here in Jackson, Jackson State versus Delta State. Two o'clock kickoff. And you're here with us, pregame show, and you get live, live footage of the sonic boom of the South coming in to Mississippi Veterans Memorial State. Here come the tuba dogs coming in. <laughs> yes, indeed. The sonic boom of the South making their way into the vet. As the stands are filling up, the barbecue pits are fired up. The sights and sounds of Jackson State football here on this perfect day for football here in Jackson, Mississippi. What could be better than the sonic boom of the South, Jackson State football, and a beautiful... Screen that shot. AD, let's see. Can we get a full screen of the boom coming in? It's hard to beat that, Neely. This is beautiful. I was just saying, what could be better than Jackson State football, the Sonic Boom, a beautiful, beautiful Saturday. Fire, <laughs> barbecue pits to fire up, all the tailgating, all the accoutrements that you have of Jackson State football, buddy. 
again, man. Uh, you know, we have the pregame show has gotten this all access, if you will. And so we're going to bring sights and sounds that we didn't bring in the spring. And there's more to come. So we'll be down here with the band shot. We'll be on the sidelines, on the rooftops. By homecoming, we'll be out in the tailgate area. So more and more coming from the pregame show. But nothing more iconic than to get the JSS and the Sonic home of the South getting up that ramp for the home opener, the W.C. Gordon Classic. And I tell you what, Chuck, I know we're in the middle of around the swag, but this will be a great time to go to part one of that interview with Dr. Roderick Little, the head band director of the Sonic South, man. So I'll make my way back down to you guys, and I tell you what, if we can, uh, if we can get ready to either finish up around the swag I take you guys to that the Sonic Boom of the South Band Direct interview earlier this week. Killer stuff, man. Killer stuff. Yes, indeed. Let's take a look at either one. Let's go to either. Let's finish up around the swag, or let's segue into that interview with Dr. Roderick Little here on the pregame show. Hey, Neely, tremendous coverage, buddy. Hey, man. Look, I, I, I don't. I've been lost for words, man. I could reach out and touch the J sets, man. But you know, so much law enforcement around, I ain't do that. Uh, but that is, it was great to be down here in this north end zone. End zone is painted red. Uh, exciting crowd. You can see more and more red in the bleachers. Uh, Delta State is out here getting stretched. Home team, the Jackson State Tigers, are closer to you, Chuck, going through their mechanics and warm up. But we are about, oh, man, what's that, about 30 minutes or so from kickoff, you think, Chuck? Yeah, about 35 yes, yes, minutes. About 35 minutes from kickoff. So we got a couple more segments to get to. And then we're going to tell you our predictions for this game. So, A.D., whatever you're ready to roll with, roll it. I'm going to make my, my way back toward the 100-yard line. Let's roll it in, A.D. In honor of Coach Gordon, our entire team is turning red for JSU. Sound is turning red. We're turning red for JSU. Woo! We're turning red for JSU. for the latest information on Southern University Sports, the Southwestern Athletic Conference, and HBCU Athletics. There's only one place to go. Tune in to the Carlos Brown Show, exclusively on the Black College Sports Network.
the head band director, Sonic Boom of the South, Dr. Little. Man, welcome back to the pregame show. Nearly, it's always a pleasure to be a part of the pregame show. Thank you for the invite, as always. Hey, man, you know, uh, anytime, every time. Like, we, if, if we could, we would want to have you on the show every single episode, every single day, because that's how much people love and respect you and the Boom and what you guys do for the university. Uh, those, those, as you know, I always call them student athletes. Those student athletes under your leadership and the direction of your staff. So, man, this door is always open for the signing boom of the South. Thank you, Neil. That means a lot. It really does. So, uh, Doc, you know, you were on with us. Uh, uh, we came and covered the merge, and, and folks really enjoyed that. And we haven't really sat down with our audience uh, to talk to us then. So let's let's just start at the beginning. Let's talk about FAMU, go through Memphis, go through Monroe. Let's, what has the boom been up to since the merge? Well, uh, we, we've been a traveling band, Neely. <laughs> we've been a traveling band. And uh, since I've been affiliated with the band program, we've never had uh, a, a top, top loaded season. And what I mean mm-hmm. by that is, you know, after we did the merge, of course, we did the merge differently this year. We, we did it at the stadium. You know, we want to add it. We wanted to add, you know, kind of more of an experience for the students and more for the fans. And also we wanted to make sure that it was a fundraiser for our students to fund scholarships and instruments and things that we need. So mm-hmm. we did that on a grander scale. And then we turned around and, and went to Houston. And uh, the thing with Houston was it was around Hurricane Ida. And on our way to Houston, we ran into the evacuation traffic. And Neely, can you believe that our students was on the bus for over 20 hours? And so we were wow. on the bus for 20 hours, man. And that, that really took a lot out of the students. But we made it to Houston. And the, the students did a phenomenal job. And then after Houston, uh, we had a short week. Uh, we had about three days to come back to Jackson and prepare for Miami. <laughs> so we left Houston. Uh, you know, came back uh, after that 20 hour ride. And then we, like I said, we had three days to prepare for Miami and, uh, and the students were just phenomenal with that. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to thank uh, President Husson and, and his administrative team for getting us on the plane to go out to Houston. Uh, but the Houston heat was brutal. Uh, it, it rained an hour and then it stopped. And so we had to kind of deal with those elements and things like that. But however, again, the sentiments to our students for, for pulling off, uh, getting together a totally new show within the span of three days for Miami. And it was just overall a great experience to provide an opportunity for our students to fly on the plane, to be in the city of Miami, the city that they've been hearing about on TV stations and, and movies yeah. and things like that. And so, our students have, have have been running, man. It was a very uh, top heavy uh, season. So I, I want to touch on 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 something. You, uh, I don't want I don't want our audience to miss it. Twenty hours sitting on a bus. Twenty hours. So then you do the Battle of the Bands in Houston, mm-hmm. and you didn't come to Miami with the same show for the Battle of the Bands. So that three day span implemented a new show, and when you get to Miami, you still have the parades and all these other. Uh, pageantry things that are taking place before the game and all that was condensed into about a seven-day period after the merge nearly you hit the nail right on the head and you know one one thing that i want to educate our fans on not to say that they don't know because you know of course all of our fans are very smart they fought in the sonny boom of the south but i think they they tend to forget that our students are student musicians or student athletes they're students first and they're people and so, mm-hmm. you know, uh, my job is the band director is primarily to make sure that I'm taking care of our students. And so uh, yes, I always keep an eye on that, man. And, and, and you, you quantified all of the things that we had to do within that short time. So once we started the merge, 
it was just kind of major events back to back to back. And again, hats goes off to my students. They were very resilient in that way. And I can't be any prouder of our students. Man, let me let me underscore what you just said, bold and italicize it, because we do tend to forget that as fans, because we enjoy what we enjoy and, and we've been giving it so much, we get a little selfish that we forget these are not only somebody's child, but they are students and they're here for school. And all that you just spoke on, still having to do classwork assignments because school has started back, it's phenomenal that that you and, and the team were able to pull all that together. Well, you have much success in Miami, and you don't get to come home and rest because now you got to go to Memphis for the Southern Heritage Classic, another weekend that's full of more band activities than just the game itself. Absolutely, Neely. And look, I, I, I've almost, um, you know, that almost slipped my mind. So we left Miami. Uh, I think we, we came back, uh, perhaps it was that, that Monday, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then I let the students have off that Monday. And then that Tuesday, we had to get ready for the Southern, Southern Heritage Classic. And so we had to change the show again. And so we had roughly about four days to change the show for the Southern Heritage Classic. And so, uh, you know, we, we've just been running fast and furious. And so that led us all the way up to the Southern Heritage Classic. Of course, it was an outstanding atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach, Coach Prime and his kids did an outstanding job, as they always do. And we were just uh, happy and elated to be a part of that game. They pageantry. Uh, the Sonic Boom of the South really got its feel during that game. Uh, you know, the, the kids really have to kind of feel themselves out in regards to understanding their role within the band program and also being a, a caveat for supporting the team. Of uh, course, they did that in Miami, but Tennessee State was that game where they really kind of jailed together and really, you know, provided that camaraderie uh, during the game day experience. So we were very proud of these students. Emerge after the merge, if you will. Emerge after the <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, so, so Doc, you, you've the merge, uh, Houston, Miami, Memphis, uh, and then there's an opportunity or a closer game compared to those uh, to Monroe uh, and the band decides not to travel to that. What were some of the the, uh, the indicators in your mind as, as band director uh, to for the boom to take that game uh, off the schedule? Yeah, absolutely, Neely. So um, first and foremost, you know, we, we always want to support our Tigers in any way that we can. Uh, but just just to kind of speak candidly in regards to why that decision was made, primarily, as I just mentioned to you, mentally, I had to look out for the mental health of our students. Uh, you know, again, we're, we're taking a look at, um, you know, not only the program at large, but making sure that our students are are safe, you know, making sure that they're mentally sound, they're emotionally sound. Uh, but but more namely, uh, the reason why the decision was made was obviously, you know, we wanted to make sure that we we're able to make all of our football games in regards to SWAC play. Uh, we have Alabama and A&M coming up in the next couple of weeks. And so we really mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that we were a part of that game. And so when you look at it from the stance of budgetary uh, constraints and, and, and the things that we had in our budget, we thought it would be a better decision to make that, that SWAC play game because the, the, uh, the Bulldogs won the SWAC championship by fluke. Of course, we know it should have been our Tigers and it will be this year. Go Tigers. Uh, so we wanted to make sure that we supported our Tigers uh, at that game. And so, uh, so it was from a, a budgetary standpoint and also the safety of our. And welcome back to the pregame show here on the Black College Sports Network. Uh, Neely, man, that was awesome footage of the Sonic Boom of the South coming in. You had a great opportunity to sit there and talk with Dr. Little. I, I tell you what, nothing more exciting than the boom coming in to the vet home opener red out. Man, home opener red out, WC Gordon Classic. 
red end zones, reds in the crowd as far as you can see. A little bit of white in there too, but man, 90% red. Team is 100% red. Just went out into the locker room with the team. Coach Prime is getting them settled down. We are 24 minutes and 10 seconds away from kickoff, Chuck. Home opener. Beautiful weather. You can smell that barbecue in the air. Somebody's using just a little too much lighter fluid. <laughs> Somebody use a little bit too much lighter fluid. Just a little man, bit too much lighter fluid. I tell you, but what could be better than tailgating at the vet, man? We didn't get any of it, you know, this past spring because of COVID protocols and things of that nature. But to get some sort of normalcy today with this home owner, man, this is huge. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Hey, man, I'm going to put a guy on the spot, man. You know, the pregame show is all about putting folks on the spot. And I got two I got two folks, Chuck. The first one we're going to put on the spot. I got Richard Bradley here, man, on the M-Bar. Also, assistant coach with ladies basketball, women, ladies Tigers women basketball. Man, talk to us a little about the M-Bar, what you guys got going. Because, you know, the pregame show, we support y'all. We endorse y'all. We push people there. We all about black business. So, I want you to come on, man. We live from the vet. Coach, it's the home open. It is, man. Hold on. Let me give you these so they can hear you. Coach Bradley, man, welcome into the pregame show. Thank you. Thank you. Well, hey, appreciate you guys having me on, man. Yeah, talk to us a little bit about one of the uh, one of the premier sports bar locations in Jackson. Uh, everybody knows about the M Bar. Uh, you are on. <laughs> talk a little bit about the M Bar. Listen, listen. We look. We like you say. He was just saying. We you guys have been great. We're so grateful that you guys have been supporting us through everything. And, and basically, what we're trying to do out at the M Bar. We're making an entertainment district out in that area. You know, we feel like if we if we create economic impact in that area, the city of Jackson is striving right now with the with the with how the vet is today. You see the energy, you see the passion from the fans and the community. Uh, it's just going to be wonderful, man. And what we're trying to create out there in the North Jackson area is a safe environment for people to come out, enjoy themselves, and have fun. You know, to have a thriving community. You have to have entertainment, and that's what the M Bar is here to provide yes. for the community. That's right. That's right. That's right. And and and, and you mentioned a safe environment. Talk a little bit about the donation that you guys just made to the city of Jackson to create that safe environment. Sure, sure, sure. Well, you know, one thing that Chief Davis and we support the administration one hundred percent. One thing, one of the concerns that he raised with us is is that they're down in manpower. So if you're down in manpower and you, you don't have enough people to work, you got to be creative and innovative to be able to come up with solutions to keep people safe. So that's why we invested in the city. The administration came to us with the with the uh, real-time command center, and we, and we felt like it was a great opportunity to, to create a great environment in the city, you know, where you can have cameras there 24 hours protecting the area and doing things. So, you know, that's why we, you know, we made the contribution to the city. Sure thing. Coach, man, we really appreciate you coming on the pregame show, and thank you for that donation, helping make Jackson no a much better environment. Look, see, I love, look, if you're not here, everybody that's out there looking on Facebook, you're here, the energy is crazy. Come on, let's go out, get out and support these Tigers today. Yes, indeed, and yes, it's sir. great. <laughs> Coach Richard Bradley of our women's basketball team, one of the hottest assistant coaches <laughs> in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Look, I greatly appreciate that. I'm still, we're still working over there, though. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. Thank you, Coach. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Thank you. Hey, Chuck, I got a real special treat for you, man. I got a real special yeah, treat for you. What, what's, what's the theory? What's the, what's the, what's the theme of the day? The theme of the day is the W. C. Gordon Classic. 
It is the W.C. Gordon Classic, and I got somebody coming up right now. I got somebody coming up right now, and I'm going to bring the family on, too. We got the son of Coach Gordon, Robin Gordon here, Chuck. Take it away. How you doing, Chuck? How you doing, Robin Gordon, man? Welcome in to the pregame show. It is phenomenal to have you on, buddy. Thank you, man. Man, I'm down here. I'm like a blind dog in the meat factory. I've been coming to this stadium since 1967, and it never changes. Game day is just a feeling that you have, and I'm just thankful to be here. You, you know, Robin, you, you not only play uh, for your dad, uh, you talk about this iconic Jackson State football team, but, but talk about uh, Coach Gordon's impact on Jackson State football team. My father's impact is, starts with the word tradition. Every year that we came in, starting in August, he would always bring in older players, older alumni. And the only thing that they would talk about was tradition and winning. And that has carried forth through today. And, uh, and that's what he stands for, tradition and winning, uh, living your life the way it's supposed to be and being being an excellent citizen. So, basically, that's it. Well, I, I see you have the family in the background. Tell, tell us a little bit who you have in the background there. Okay, in the background, I got my brother, Craigie D. Craig Gordon, who is a band member at Jackson State University, a alum student. I have Taylor Gordon, former uh, my brother's uh, son, uh, daughter. She's a former J-Set, head of the J-Sets. I have his son right here, CJ. He played in the boom, trumpet player. I have Aaron, his wife, who he just uh, just got married just a little while ago. Hey, she's a T. She's a T- Tennessee State alum, but we're trying to acclimate her to the there next game. <laughs> All right, I got my daughter right here, Camera, my youngest one, and um, she actually lives in Nashville. She's okay. got her job in Nashville, and I have my oldest one. My namesake, Robin, and, uh, you know, we just here because we love Jackson State. Uh, we love we love the camaraderie. We love to be here on uh, on Saturday on Saturdays, and we love to win. And yes, we want to get back yes, to that win. We like well, to win. Well, I'll I tell you what, Robin. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I, we really appreciate you coming on the pregame show. I, I hear Kayla in the background yeah. back there. <laughs> We really appreciate you coming on the pregame show and sharing yes. Coach Gordon with us all these years and, and really uh, providing that, that tradition uh, that is the uh, backbone so of Jackson State football. Right. And hey, look, before we get off, uh, my brother Craig, who we've been coming, like I said, we've been coming to this stadium since 1967 when they were splitting games at Alumni Field in here. And uh, Craig liked to say a few words if you don't mind. Oh, go for it, Craig. Hello? Craig Gordon, man, welcome into the pregame show. Hey, thank you very much. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great, man. Uh, I was just telling uh, Robin uh, the, the lasting impact that W.C. Gordon has had on this Jackson State uh, football family. Uh, you talk about one of the winningest coach in Jackson State football history. Uh, but you guys, uh, as his sons, shared him with the football world, the Jackson State football community. So thankful, as always. Well, you know, we came here in 1967. Rob Page, who was the Secretary of Education for George Bush, hired my father. Man, we had 11 players who got drafted in the 68 draft. We had six more players that went as free agents. 
that record stood. We had 17 players that went in that draft, featuring Harold Jackson, Berlin Biggs, players like that. And that record wasn't um, broken until Pete Carroll at USC with Palomalu and that group. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. That just show you the history that we have. From 1966 to 1976, the sweat. The Southwestern Athletic Conference, they had all conferences and drafted football players from 1966 to 1976. That is is a a, a tremendous stat. And you know what, Craig, you know, I I, I can't say enough. I mean, that that is the – what we see now with the SEC, the backbone of it is the Southwestern Athletic Conference at Jackson State was right in the mix, providing all Americans, Hall of Famers. Uh, it is the tradition that keeps giving back. That's right. But the key to Devin C. Gordon when he became head coach in 1977, my dad bought in Coach Melvin P. Yes. My dad bought in Coach Houston Mark. My dad bought in Coach Cardell Jones. We already had Judge Robert Hughes, and he bought in Coach Carson. And that was the nucleus of his staff. And them guys used to meet every other weekend at my house. My mom would pick some gumbo. They had a little, you know, little nightcap on the table, and they talked football. They talked X's and O's. And they talked about each and every player. But but they loved those guys. Yeah, and that's the that's the key to being a coach, being a teacher. When you love those guys, mm-hmm. they're gonna love you in return. Yes, indeed. And my dad gave all the credit. He said, "Hey, if we had a good recruiting class, it is up to us as coaches to coach them up." I've seen a lot of teams that had talent, but they weren't coached up. That's the key. Bill Walsh was a coach. Bill Lombardi was a coach. Yes. Bear Bryant was a coach. Marino Chasm was a coach. Eddie Robinson was a coach. It's imperative that we have to coach up your players to be successful. Yes, indeed. Craig, man, we really appreciate you stopping by the pregame show and sharing Thank those you. words of wisdom. Like you said, Thank you, you got to coach them up. You got to coach them up. That's what it's all about. It's so love. These are men. These are black men. You know, my dad always said, you know, they hate Obama, but I don't see nothing but Obama on that football field and on that basketball court. So you got to show some love. You, you got go, to care man. about these guys, and they're going to give a team yes, return. That's the key. Yes, it's beyond football. My dad wanted you to graduate. He wanted you to vote, to be a citizen to respect our black women and do the right thing. That's what it's That's all about. Key. That's what, That's it's, what all about. it's all about. Craig Thank and you Robert so much, Gordon, sir. hey, I appreciate you guys stopping by the pregame show, man. Thank you, as always. Thank you for sharing your day. Thank you for the words of wisdom today. We love you, man. Keep up the good job. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Go Tigers. All right. Go Tigers. All right. Bye-bye. Appreciate it, Brother Gordon. So, Craig what you think Gordon. about that, man? Let's yeah, talk about man. that, man. Hey, what about that name man. dropping, man? What about that name dropping? Melvin, Pete, yes, Cardell, yes, y'all. Come on, man. Y'all get so much history on the pregame show. Y'all got everything yes, from the Jay Says to the Boom Marching in to the Gordon family standing right here. That's awesome to see, man. That's awesome to see. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Chuck, man, we are about uh, 13, yep, 12 minutes and 30 seconds to kick off. You know where I got to go. 
I know where you got to go, man. Well, I tell you what, man, so that you can get there, we're going to take a quick break here on the pregame show here on the Black Collar Sports Network. It's Charles Bishop and Neely, the pregame show. In honor of Coach Gordon, our entire team is turning red for JSU. Santa Hogan is turning red. For JSU! Woo! We're turning red for JSU! Woo! We're turning red for JSU! A.D. Drew and I are co-hosts of the BCSN Sports Wrap. We talk about all things related to HBCU athletics. From the games, teams, coaches, and fan interest stories, we cover it all. You can find our shows on Facebook at BCSN Sports Wrap, YouTube at MyJBN Online, and everywhere you listen to podcasts like Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find the show on the Jericho Broadcast Network's app. Make sure to download. We look forward to you joining the conversation and being a part of the show. looking for quality seafood with friendly service then the fish shack is the place for you we're fast fresh and convenient and ready to serve you today you can order online and come in or pick up your food curbside we have outdoor seating as well need something to cool your taste buds we have tasty daiquiris that you're sure to love so come see us today at the fish shack in Byron, where we have great seafood and good daiquiris This is the BCSN Pod Zone, your place for the news, views, and conversations about all things related to HBCU athletics. Here are the BCSN Sports Wrap, Dr. Cavill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab, Knights of the Round Table, The Pregame Show, The Carlos Brown Show, The ONG Strike Zone, and more in one place. We are changing the way. You consume HBCU sports one broadcast at a time.
and welcome back into the pregame show here on the Black College Sports Network. It is the WC Gordon Classic today from Jackson, Mississippi, Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium. The home opener for Jackson State as they come into this game two and one on the season. Of course, we started out Orange Blossom Classic, a tough fought seven six victory over a game, Florida AM Rally team, uh, but it was the coming out part for the Jackson State defense. Jackson State defense that is ranked 12th in the nation, number three in sacks. Jackson State thus far in the season, first three games of the season, 15 sacks. Then we went to Memphis and took on Tennessee State, the Southern Heritage Class, in front of 46,000 fans in Memphis. Great party atmosphere, and Jackson State took it to the Tennessee State Tigers. Huge victory over them. Take a look at the stats from that. Shador Sanders, it was the coming out party for Shador Sanders. 30 of 40, 352 yards, three touchdowns, and you saw the explosiveness of what the Jackson State offense could be. Stubber told a little bit last week against UL Monroe, a FBS team, uh, but I tell you what, the Jackson State Tigers were in that game the whole time, just could not get it done at the end. Uh, a tough fought 12-6 loss. So 2-1 and one coming into this game, when you take a look at Delta State, uh, they are a tough foe. You take a look, they are from the Gulf South Conference. And when we talk about the Gulf South Conference, we're talking about a conference that is a rugged, rugged conference, a conference that perennially has three to four teams uh, ranked in the top 25 in the nation. But when you take a look at this team, uh, they feature guys. Patrick Shigai, he is 51 of 75 on the season, 578 yards passing, six touchdowns to only two interceptions. Again, 68, he has completed 68% of his passes. He is a Mississippi guy from South Panola, as all of us know here in Mississippi. We refer to him as University of South Panola. But he also has a committee of running backs in Corey Gainwell, Rico Owens, and Deion Dampier. Uh, they've had some issues with turning the ball over. They've had seven uh, fumbles thus far on the season. So uh, we'll see if our Jackson State football team can get some turnovers today and get the momentum started early. Uh, you take a look at them. Uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They are one of the top teams in the Gulf South Conference with regards to turning teams over themselves. Seven interceptions thus far on the season. Uh, they have some tough guys up front. They are, have some leaders in the Gulf South Conference in sacks and interceptions. So they, too, are looking to turn teams over. We take a look at our Jackson State defense, and it starts if you're talking about Jackson State football, you're talking about linebackers. And, of course, we have two of the better in the swag in Aubrey Miller and uh, Keontae Hampton. Uh, these guys are in the top five in the swag in terms of tackles. And also James Houston, his coming out party was against Tennessee State. Four and a half sacks against Tennessee State. Like I said, Jackson State, 15 sacks thus far on the season. So you take a look at this game. This will be a great test for Jackson State. It is an FCS versus a Division II team. But as we said, they are going to be a tough, tough squad, Delta State Statesman. Uh, they have a national championship uh, on their ledger. So we're talking about a team that is perennially gets it done in the Gulf South Conference. As we are trying to get Neely to come in, he is actually calling while we're in on air. 464 Sure thing. We're going to get Neely up and going in a quick second as he is up on top of that roof. But I tell you what, it is going to be a tremendous time here. Uh, anything can happen when you're live. So we're trying to get Neely to pop up uh, uh, from that roof 
as we always give it to you, that live roof segment. Uh, and we are here with the pregame show, Jackson State and Delta State, uh, looking to get it on here at 2 o'clock as we are roughly about four or five minutes from kickoff here on the pregame show. Uh, it's going to be a great one. Looking forward to it. Again, Jackson State 12th in the nation in defense. That's an awesome stat uh, when you take a look at what Jeff Weeks, defensive line coach, Dennis Thurman, defensive coordinator, and uh, the, the linebackers coach as well, all that they have got done, uh, Andre Hart, in terms of getting this Jackson State defense to look like the 80s and 90s Jackson State defenses of the past. So they have really been getting it done. You can hear the bones blaring in the background as we are coming quickly up on kickoff here from the pregame show. As we try to get our guy Neely, he is coming from the rooftop, getting patched in. Anything can happen here on live, live uh, action here from the pregame show. Charles Bishop and Neely. Uh, but look for more straight from the Tiger's mouth today as we get those first reactions from what is happening from the players on the field in terms of what they have seen. We look forward to giving you that content straight from the Tiger's mouth as we do always, if you've seen us down at FAMU, if you've seen us down at Tennessee State, we have really been trying to get those interviews out. And it's a, a real-time thing in terms of what those guys are seeing as the plays are developing. As they come back to the sidelines, we bring it to you as only the pregame show can. As we get ready to get our guy Neely patched in here, as we get ready to get this kickoff up and going, I think the team is running out now. <clears throat> as Neely is getting ready to patch in here on the pregame show. Neely, as we always say, anything can happen here with, with live uh, action shots. But, man, you're up on the roof. You're giving us that bird's eye view of what's going on there in the stadium. As you can see, Neely has given us a great, great look. There's the full shot there of. Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium, you know, A.D. Robinson, he issued a challenge. He wanted to try to get 40,000 into the stadium today. We'll see if we get close to that number. But you hear the boom of blaring. <clears throat> the team has run out. They are in trim in red, if you will. It is WC Red out here at <clears throat> Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium today. Looking forward to it. I, I tell you what, this has been a, a lot of work for the pregame show in terms of getting all the content that you guys can see. And this is going to be fun to finally get this home opener here for Jackson State University football. So I tell you what, we're going to get ready to get ready for this kickoff here, 2 o'clock kickoff. Jackson State, Delta State, it's the pregame show, and it is Bishop and his Neely. Look forward to more content here on the Black College Sports Network. Looking forward to seeing you after the game. Okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and for all those who's listening and watching it from around the world. And we are now live from the corner of Dalton and Lynch Street. It's the show where we take you inside the game before the game begins. It's indeed free game. With your host, Charles Bishop. So get ready, because we pregame harder than the other show's part. It's the pregame. 